0: Giving you the best of today and yesterday in Nacogdoches. Brought to you by a law school dropout and a dish technician. Come on, come on, and listen to this. It's a little show with Cody and Chris. Cast. All right, Chris, we are back, NatCast 3.0, Episode 3. How was your week, Chris?
1: Yeah, it was really good, really good. More of the same, really, just been working, trying to earn a little bit of dough.
0: Earn a little bit of dough, I like it, I like it. That's a uh, that's a good thing to do. Um, so let's get started, hop into the email. Uh, we only got, eh, let's see how many emails we got this week. We got two emails this week, Chris. I nice. will start off with an email from our friends at Nike. Ooh. Uh, Oh, wait, never mind. That's just an ad, Chris. That is not an actual email. (laughs) Okay, so we got one email this week. Uh, It comes to us from the delightful Katie Beavers. She is a sister of mine, actually my only sister. Um, And Katie writes this. She says, The podcast was great, guys. More stuff about the Fredonia. Hot Fred is great, but their drinks are too strong for me. They have great food, though. When it's in season, the s'mores pie is amazing. Good turkey paninis, too. Also, I'm pretty sure accommodational is an award, Cody, but you sounded fancy anyway. Your good friend, Katie. Chris, there's some things there that I would like to explore further, and I've already tried to, but I wasn't able to find anything. So I have a suggestion. What's this? Let's go to the source real fast and see if we can't find anything on this. I hear you okay so what I'm gonna do and this may be a complete disaster but we're just gonna give it a try anyway we're gonna call the Fredonia alright so I've got their number keyed up 936-564-1234. 6, five six four one two three four let's give it a ring and put it on speaker hopefully it'll ring there we go now at this point the Fredonia picked up and I had a conversation with them I asked to speak to the bartender, who told me she had no idea what the Hot Fred was. I asked her if I could use her voice in the podcast recording, and she said she would rather not hear it. So I respected her decision, and I just give you this little synopsis after the fact. No one there had heard about the Hot Fred, so I am not sure if my sister is making up lies or what's going on. Anyway, back to the podcast. Uh, well, anyway, Katie, we tried to find out what the hot Fred was. Um, Why don't you
1: call Katie and see if she knows what it is?
0: No, I think the, the call has really gone disastrous. Um, uh, Chris, that, that that's such a somber thing. How about we lighten the mood up and let's go down the street to a different place in Nacogdoches. Let's do the Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches. Na doches business by Do. all right Chris what business you got for us this week
1: uh, none other than our local we're uh, one of our local printing shops uh, one that I actually used to work at uh,
0: printing shop what are you printing
1: uh, t-shirts signs hats uh, pretty much anything that you need a logo slapped on or artwork put in
0: mm, okay hmm I I'm trying to think if I need that. No, I don't need that yet, but eventually, hopefully, I'll have a NatCast shirt that I can wear around, and let's see if Dolphin Printing is going to be the right place for me to get that. Let's tell me a little about that. What what do they got going on there? All
1: right, so Dolphin Printing uh, is owned by this uh, swell dude. He's actually a family friend uh, named Fred Grover. Um, Fred actually started his business back in, I believe, the year 2000, actually, um, just as a local screen uh, screen printing uh, place uh, where they would you know put uh, logos and designs on t-shirts for people. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time it the would start, there was only like three other uh, screen printing businesses, and there are actually quite a few around Nacogdoches right now. So it was, it was uh, from what he said, uh, just like any other business, it had its struggles starting up, but it was a fairly easy market to get into um and this is one of the companies uh on our first cast uh where we were talking about companies that really take an interest in their uh locale Mm -hmm. uh and and it really uh this is one of the companies that really really does that fred's actually part of the uh, i believe memorial hospital uh the board on the at that hospital he's actually a part of that board i don't know what his duties are or anything like that he's not a doctor by any means he is smart but he's not a doctor uh, but he's a part of that board, I guess, and making decisions regarding uh, the actual welfare of the hospital. I'm not really sure. Uh-huh.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, so let's go back. You said that the printing business was an easy one to get into. It seemed like maybe not easy, per se, but a go. cheaper one to I, get I don't, into. I don't
1: know about cheaper. I don't know if cheaper's uh, the other uh, a, a choice word either. Yeah. Um, I think more so there just wasn't as much competition at the beginning. As, okay. That's it, okay. what he said. It, it, it's not. It's not exactly cheap to get into either because you have to have ma- the materials to get into it, uh, the equipment to actually do the work, uh, and you
0: have to have a lot of t-shirts.
1: And you have to have a lot of t-shirts, Yeah, You got to buy the t-shirts to put the stuff on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but he's he his company works on both the local and the international level. Uh, He actually, if you've been to the softball tournaments that they typically have at the softball fields, you'd have at least seen a few shirts from different teams that he himself has designed and helped put forward. Uh, And then also uh, at events where there's t-shirts, typically they hire him out to print a majority of those shirts. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as international goes, he's done business in Australia, he's done business in England and Canada, but... Uh, he likes to keep it all kind of based around here where he can meet his customers face to face and get everything taken care of. Uh, It's it's a swell business. If anyone's looking to have uh, T-shirts printed, I would highly suggest going over there. Their artwork is amazing. If if you go online and just look up Dolphin Printing Nacogdoches, you can actually see some of their designs. And they're really, really
0: good. Chris, as someone who's from Nacogdoches, Mm -hmm. I know where Dolphin Printing is. Yeah. There might be someone listening who doesn't know where it is. Can you... Tell me where dolphin printing is located. Yes, if you're going, coming into Nacogdoches, say from
1: 59 headed north. It's, okay. Uh, uh, you'll be uh, right at right off of North Street. You'll uh, see to the right between the IHOP and the Tractor Supply. Uh, their sign says Dolphin Printing has a logo of a dol- uh, gray dolphin. Mm-hmm. Um, that is their shop. It's a brick building uh, over there by IHOP.
0: Well, you you said that you used to work there, right? Yes, sir. What did you do there?
1: Uh, so I didn't have the skill that was required to actually put the paint and stuff on the t shirt, so I was a screen printer, uh, screen what? cleaner.
0: Use, <laughs> I was going to say, what use are you at a t-shirt shop uh, if you yeah. look at, don't have the skills so to print t-shirts? You
1: uh, you have to explain to me the process. So you essentially have to flash on uh, the image that you're trying to use onto a bunch of different panels, mm-hmm. uh, one panel for each color in the image, um, and you put the paint on the t-shirt by pressing it through that panel, okay. uh, which gives it its shape. Those panels uh, can be reused. You just have to essentially power blast the image off of them uh, with Mm -hmm. a a power washer after you soak them in some emulation for a little bit. Um, So, you essentially, I would spend my entire day uh, in the back with a power washer listening to heavy metal and uh, just blasting an image off of a. And they paid you for this? Yeah. Oh, wow. Minimum wage, which it was minimum wage work, being honest. Super easy. Didn't have to be fully awake to do it. Yeah, uh, it, that's, it, I mean,
0: a lot of people find a lot of joy in the power washing game. So, you're probably living some people's dream and making a cool 725 at the same time.
1: It was a great yeah. college job.
0: Well, college age job. Let's yeah, call it they, that.
1: Well, I was in college. Oh, Come on. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> well, for a bit there. Well, you know. All right, Chris, uh what what I want to know is how did they pick dolphin printing? Do you know anything about that or just kind um, of a mystery? I, I, really don't know a
1: whole lot from that uh, uh, about them. Well,
0: I would think that the owner probably has a favorite sea mammal, and one of them is the dolphin.
1: If I'm not mistaken, he grew up in Galveston, so, okay, that, so th- maybe. the beaches and stuff could have something to do with that.
0: Um, That's as good of a guess as anything I've had. Uh, Chris, that's a pretty cool wrap on the dolphin printing place you got anything else interesting about them uh no not really
1: uh outside of it's a great place uh everybody that works there has amazing work ethic and if you have a job that needs to be done
0: would you recommend taking your lunch there to just enjoy the sights
1: uh it's not like a beautiful building or anything like that it's uh It's. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like go take your lunch, like you would at a park.
0: Go, go watch the workers work.
1: No, no, it's it's nothing like that. It's uh, it's just a great place to do business if you uh, are interested in having your t-shirts printed. Need a
0: t-shirt made. Maybe if we become successful enough, we'll have our official Netcast merch that we can sponsor through Dolphin Printing and hook us up with some free shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe not i don't know i think that's a little wishful thinking there huh? yeah
1: just just a little bit he well is chris
0: that was kind of a joke of what i just said so mm-hmm. i think that means it's a good time for us to get into our joke of the week heck yeah something neither of a stroke it's this week's stolen joke Alright Chris, so for this week's joke We have one coming at you from Elif827 Alright, this, of this is of course off of Reddit as r/... is the r slash jokes The theme of our joke segment is that it Comes from Reddit, well it has Been so far. Anyway Chris, here's the joke So a man walks into a bank And asks to open a checking account The bank teller asks him Would you like to open a savings Account as well? No, the man replies. The teller says, okay, just checking. You like that one?
1: (laughs) I do, yes.
0: Yeah, that was kind of a fun one. I I have a bonus joke if you'd like it. I would love to hear it. It's a joke on farting, so it can't be our officially sponsored joke of the week because we kind of keep a clean image around here, but we will tell this one if no one else tells anyone about it okay let me pull it up here chris because i didn't write it in my official netcast notes because it was in the official joke all right but here it goes it's kind of a long one so I'll stick with in. me this one comes to us from lenny underscore I, I, I. so i guess lenny three all right so a guy with bad gas goes to the doctor and He says, Doc, you got to help me. I can't stop farting. It's the weirdest thing. They don't smell and there's no sound, but they won't (laughs) stop. I farted five times while telling you this, and you see, you didn't even notice. The doc says, okay, I'll write you a prescription. Take this. Come back in a week. Okay, so a week later, the guy comes back and says, Doc, those pills didn't stop the farts. All they did was make them smell terrible. I can hardly stand it. The doctor replies, good, now that your sinuses are cleared, let's work on your hearing. (laughs) Now, that was a good one.
1: That was a good one.
0: You know, um, poop humor is something (laughs) that I've just never been able to get over. I just find it so funny. Um, I think it's just because everyone poops so everyone can relate to the humor.
1: Except for the leader of north korea he he does not poop. he doesn't poo he doesn't see poop.
0: i didn't know anything about that well chris i think now that we've told our joke and we've gotten a phone call that we're unfortunately not allowed to play let's uh let's kick it over to a break netcast will be back right after this Heck yeah this week's first break is brought to you by pearl street for when you just don't want to hit those north street red lights there's pearl street helping you avoid traffic since you've been born all right and we are back back from break break number four for the series chris how was that break i think i already know how it went though
1: it went swell
0: yep you just have such good breaks
1: well i'm able to get so much work done in the in between.
0: i go to the bathroom and you do science experiments that Mm -hmm. seems to be the idea chris have you been watching anything good on tv lately
1: uh, actually, yes. Yes. I, uh, I started, uh, Peaky Blinders. Have you seen that?
0: No. What is that?
1: It's, uh, it's set, I think it's set after World War One. uh, a bunch of folks that come back from the war over in England, uh, and how, uh, a lot of them essentially had to turn to gang life because there just really wasn't, from the story, it looks like there wasn't a whole lot of work for them to go around and they were so, they got so accustomed to the trench battles and stuff like that, that they, uh, just kind of turned to a life of crime. It's really interesting.
0: Me and my lovely wife have been watching the Game of Thrones again, and let me tell you, you get more out of it the second watch through than you did the first.
1: Who's your favorite character in Game of Thrones?
0: <sighs> I can't say, but I'll go with Tyrion.
1: Yeah, heck yeah. Why can't you say you I have
0: favorites for different reasons, okay. okay, and so we'll just go with Tyrion. Uh, who's your favorite? I, I
1: think I think Tyrion's honestly everybody's favorite. Yeah, he,
0: he's a very yeah. easy guy to root for. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for those who who rooted for, like, say, Stannis Baratheon. No, and, Stannis.
1: And, it was, Stannis was a monster. No. Well, isn't it cool when no. people like
0: want to root for them? It's kind of like no, saying you're uh, in the house Slytherin. It's no. like you want to be the bad guy. No. Someone has if to. If
1: you if you rooted for Stannis, you probably would have. rooted for Hitler back in
0: 1940. Okay. No, you wouldn't have. Come <laughs> on, Chris. There are plenty of good Stannis rooters out there who wouldn't have rooted for Hitler. We do not of say that. No. That is not. just mean. Chris, speaking of Hitler, uh, <laughs> let's. no. Now, I don't preface this by associating the history fact of the week with Hitler. Hitler's just a historical figure, okay? Yeah. Chris, we need to get into the history fact of the week before we say anything more scandalous than what we already have. You have a history fact for me this week, Chris?
1: I I do, Cody, I do. Always
0: exciting and never bleak, it's Chris's history fact of the week.
1: So, I know your feelings towards ketchup, you're not a huge fan. I
0: hate ketchup.
1: What if I told you ketchup used to be used as a medicine?
0: What? Heck yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> that one kind of took me back. I was like, okay.
1: Uh, let me let me preface this by saying that tomato ketchup isn't the original thing. It used to actually be made of mushrooms and like fish and stuff was the original. It was a paste made of that. Uh, they it, uh, Ketchup being added to it was... A, an American uh, concept. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I, I knew about the mushroom thing. Because uh, you ever watch, what is it, on YouTube, Townsend's? No. Okay, he made a mushroom ketchup that they would have used in 18th century cooking. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Uh, back in the 1800s, uh, ketchup was the medicine. You see, uh, ketchup was once made not from tomatoes, when, but from mushrooms, which we already said. Um, and it being made out of tomato uh, didn't happen until 1834. Mm-hmm. Um, A gentleman by the name of Dr. John Cook Bennett Bennett, uh, created a recipe, uh, the recipe for tomato ketchup. uh, And he essentially sold it as a cure-all that it cured constipation, diarrhea, uh, any ailments that you may have. And this actually led to a bunch of other folks uh, creating uh, tomato ketchup as well. There was actually tomato pills at the time, uh, but tomato ketchup is the one that really took off. And what time period did you uh, say this? This was? is about the mid eighteen
0: hundreds. Mid eighteen hundreds. Mid eighteen hundreds. I wonder what their uh, pills were like.
1: Uh, I'd
0: imagine they just crushed it up and put it in a little huh? capsule. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess it's not that complicated. Um, anyway, hit me with some more.
1: Uh, so, anyways, they uh, they they. They would say that this uh product would cure constipation diarrhea any, any ailments, and a bunch of people start copying them and doing the same thing this is actually what led uh to ketchup being popularized all throughout uh, the states uh though i'm not an avid ketchup fan i do occasionally enjoy it on my fries uh but by i think about the 1900s when world war one was really kicking off folks had gotten a taste for tomato ketchup and i think its medicinal purposes had a uh, pretty much been shot down
0: let me tell you i am glad that i am not alive during the time that they thought tomato ketchup was gonna cure me that would have been miserable i would have loved being alive alive during that
1: time right because then you got your cocaine coca-cola right so everyday life is a party you got your, you you get your get your ketchup medicine and cocaine coca-cola and and just feel feel all right
0: You've, you sprained your ankle or something, and they rub rub ketchup all over. No, it. you <laughs> took it. I didn't just rub ketchup on it. Okay, you know, I think that what is it mustard? You can rub on a burn. And it cools it. I feel
1: like that would just hurt, though. Have no, you ever, have you ever had a, a burn getting anything on it stings so well, bad? Well, I haven't
0: had a real bad burn. Uh, you're supposed to rub, uh, or not rub, but yeah, put I mean, it under cold water. Yeah, and, I heard. Yeah, you're right. You get uh, some
1: salt, and you rub it into the open wound or the burn, and it makes it heal faster. Uh, yes, exactly. Well,
0: I don't know, but... Anyway, where are we going further with ketchup? Uh,
1: Essentially, it's just a little-known fact that its first premiere in the the United States was as a medicine, not Mm -hmm. as a condiment. Um, And medicine in the old days is just a weird thing in general. Do you know where the term uh, blowing smoke up one's end uh, comes from?
0: Hmm. I've got a feeling this is a very literal.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. So uh, in the old days, uh, when people would have drowned or they were passed out. Uh, lifeguards would have, uh, since you know those little, uh, puffer things that you use to like, stoke there we go. They'd have a billow that they would fill with to- tobacco smoke after someone was drowning and they're like passed out. <laughs> they blow smoke they- <laughs> up their ass? Yeah. I had a funnier idea. You know, what's that? You know
0: Audrey Hepburn, right? I, not personally. Okay. Audrey Hepburn, she was this actress chick and she would smoke the cigarettes on that big long thingy. <laughs> So she could take a big inhale and then (laughs) (laughs) stick it where the bellows were, in your example, and blow
1: out. Yeah, that's uh, that's where the term comes from, like someone being upset, because imagine waking up from that
0: feeling. Yours is the 1800 uh, equivalent of giving uh, chest palpitations, and mine's mouth to mouth. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: All right, cool. So I imagine that never worked. Uh, no, yeah. I'd say uh, no, you didn't no, find anything really of anyone's no, of life being saved it's, it's by tomato. No,
1: you might get more f- freaking uh, vitamins in your diet from the uh, from the fruit that is tomato, but you're not going. to... Oh, f-
0: what? Whoa, hold up! Tomatoes are a vegetable. Uh, no, Chris. sir. What? No. Okay, go ahead and explain to me how they're not. So a because vegetable. their
1: seeds uh-huh. are on the inside, okay, they're a fruit.
0: Okay, big deal. Trees have seeds. Why aren't they a fruit? So
1: the fruit is actually the tree seed, buddy. <laughs> God,
0: I'm not gonna edit that part <laughs> out. I'm just kind of wallow in my own uh, my own idiocracy. Because let me tell you, Chris, when here in a little bit when we hit our trivia segment, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna give it to you. You're gonna park. get one of these right, is my guess. But anyway, you got anything more for me on uh, the ketchup? I hope you do. No,
1: I I just enjoyed going over ancient medicine. Ancient medicine is, ancient is an medicine awesome thing. And it
0: gave you ketchup? They okay. gave you
1: ketchup? Not ancient medicine. I guess old timey medicine.
0: You know, speaking of ketchup, Chris, have you noticed when we were kids they had that green ketchup? You remember I that? Know. Uh, my my sister. Or the I think purple she, ketchup. I think
1: my sister really enjoyed that, but she loves ketchup. Oh. I I don't. I'll eat it occasionally. I have to be See, really in the mood I, for it.
0: You're really in the mood for ketchup or green ketchup? No, no, no ketchup and general. Okay. Well, what about like Whataburger ketchup? People swear by that. I, I'm not a huge ketchup fan. I'm I'll eat either. it, but I'm not a huge ketchup fan. Well, gosh. In, I was going to get into, when we were kids, mm-hmm. there were more, I would say, generic condiments. Nowadays, you go down the condiment aisle, and they have all sorts of crap that's probably not very good, but it's just a lot more variety in sauces. and
1: I, have you ever had that sriracha stuff?
0: Have I ever had sriracha? Yeah. Yeah, I've had it. Do you like it? Yeah, it's okay. I'm it's a little a hot for me. but
1: I, I like spicy, but I'm not a fan of um, sriracha.
0: Yeah, well, eh, it tastes good to me. It's just a little, little spicy. Uh, in Oregon, this burger bar we used to go to, they would serve. They were kind of like their thing is we have sauces and yeah. a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So they had like a sauce menu. Um, so I would go up there and I would get what they would call a campfire sauce. And I was like, what is that? And it was just ranch and barbecue sauce mixed 50-50. And let me tell you, it was awesome. I was like, this has turned my life around. And then, of course, I've never made it myself or gotten it anywhere else. But it was really good when I had it. Uh, Have you ever had any sort of sauce experimentation like that where you've mixed stuff and it's turned out pretty good? I I did the thing I think that's how McDonald's became a thing, when they mix some sauces and put it on a burger.
1: A secret sauce? Yeah. Ronald McDonald's smiling at
0: you. Yeah, but any experiences like that for yourself?
1: Um, No, I did the thing that everybody does growing up where you mix like ketchup and mustard and mayo for like corn dogs and stuff. Mm. It's pretty
0: good. Um,
1: but no, like, super strange experimentations.
0: Yeah, I saw another thing. We, we just kind of go from one topic to another, and they're just kind of loosely related, but that's okay. Anyway, uh, speaking of mixing stuff up, I saw someone that we went to school with had posted one time about making potions into a bucket with, like, sticks and leaves and stuff. Did you ever do that? No. I had never heard of that either. I was like, that sounds cool. Chris... All this potion talk. You ever you ever watch Harry Potter? Uh, heck
1: yeah! I read all the books too.
0: You know, Ashley, I think she's listening to the first one right now. And for one of my trivia questions, because you know I run my trivia by her before every week, uh-huh. she was going to have me ask you. So I guess you get a little bonus trivia here. Yeah. Whenever Harry is on the car, or on the um, Hogwarts Express for the first time, and the sweet cart goes by, he buys the chocolate frog. Right. Yeah okay and then he gets the playing card or whatever yeah who is on it Dumbledore yeah okay cool yeah, cool yeah, yeah I, knew that. I, I was so proud I knew it I was yeah. like I only remember that from the movie because Ron's like I got like five of him at home <laughs> yeah I was like, cool. uh, imagine
1: having a playing card though. that's one of your teachers yeah. that'd be really interesting <laughs>
0: They could like draw a little mustache on yeah, them, yeah, I always wondered that if you've got a Harry Potter painting and then you put more paint on it, what happens? Oh that'd be
1: crazy It just was like it completely
0: alter their worlds
1: that'd be uh, <laughs> what, what was the uh the the name uh, Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Lockhart uh, Was it I, Gilderoy? Was no, oh, no, name? no, there it is Yeah, Gilderoy uh, Lockhart I believe I'm Yeah Probably mistaken. mistake I'm not a huge nerd As far as Harry Potter goes Yes, you uh, are But uh, uh, imagine uh, Them just Freaking uh, 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 Pwning him messing with his paintings and stuff like that.
0: He would have hated that. Yeah. Chris, you know, people obsess over telling people which house they're in. Quite frankly, I don't think anyone knows, because only the sorting hat can tell you which house you're in. Oh, contraire,
1: my good well, okay, friend. Then you, remember, t- you remember Harry Potter? He has like, yeah, Yeah, like
0: yeah. Him. Well, the hat knew, no, okay. <laughs> it wasn't like Harry had any real choice. Come on. Okay, Chris, so if you were one of those people who seemed to think you can pick your own house based On your personality traits Which is not true Because Mm -hmm. if it were The hat would serve no purpose What would your house be?
1: I'd be expelled
0: Okay Uh, Chris you would be expelled Before you even got there But me personally My wife tells me I'd be a Ravenclaw But I actually think I'm a Gryffindor
1: Yeah I'm Hufflepuff All the way baby Why? I like the name
0: (laughs) Yeah I was like I want to be a hero And that's where heroes are I'll no, be honest with you. Right. I took the thingy and it told me Ravenclaw. Yeah. So I guess that's what I'm supposed. What's, to
1: be. what's your What's your Patronus? What is that? The, the you didn't take that test. The Patronus, a the little like the only the thing I know about patronum? Patronus then, is tequila. No, you do the like expecto patronum and the animal comes out.
0: No, I have no idea what that was. You Need to
1: take that test but, real uh, fast. Why tell uh, you what mine is?
0: No, because I figure it's going to be pretty long. Uh, I guess. Uh, well, sorry. Uh, anyway, mine's
1: one, a hyena
0: yeah i don't want to take the test i got the armadillo oh, yeah. uh, no. did you uh when you started working at e did they have you uh take that test to tell you what your bird sign was yes what did you get
1: they said i was a monitor lizard
0: Oh yeah, uh, reading off the chart eh I think I got, like, the eagle or whatever it was. <laughs> I think
1: mine was kind of a 50-50 between, like, an owl. And, yeah, an owl. Yeah, like... The, they had a peacock on there, too, Yeah, I, I think it was an owl a peacock,
0: and peacock. dove, peacock. owl, and eagle? Yeah, that sounds I think right. That's right. I think that's right. Yeah, I, I was I think, the eagle.
1: I think I was, like, 50-50 owl uh-huh. and peacock.
0: Yeah. Um, I wanted to have some more funny choices on there, because, you know, they just kind of took whatever you said you were to... Uh, At your word. And so I wanted to be like, I got the chicken. But, you know, that wasn't an option. Apparently, you had to either be a peacock, dove, or whatever the other three were. Working there was kind of fun. I can't lie. I had some good times. Um, I kind of like dealing with the public in general because there's some plenty of people out there to run my comedy material by and let me tell you if you've got a (laughs) if you got a good joke you can always hit them with it and then you get a new uh new audience every few seconds that's what I liked about working at like Walmart and Kroger I would have like a joke that I would kind of just go to for the day I'd get someone come in you know and I'd tell them the joke and then 10 seconds later you know I've got a new customer I can run the joke by it really helped me uh Help me become the funny man that I am today. Because I know what type of jokes people like. Just kidding. It didn't work like that at all. Got ignored a lot. I I,
1: I enjoy my time there, too. But I like to solve problems. And that's the campaign I was on. That's mainly what I did. It's just solve problems.
0: Yeah, I didn't solve problems. I was a salesman. And Mm. let me told you, I could sell water to a fish. I think well, that's from it a needs movie. it to live. Yeah, so. see, that's no, why I was sell, so good at it. it I could sell you something you needed to live.
1: Why it's asphyxiating? You were just like, hey,
0: yeah, need some water. Well, then I quit that job and went and pretended to go to law school. I just drank the whole time I was there, and then I dropped out. Oh. That was really a sad time. Well, Chris, I think that this is another good time for a break because I am feeling breaky today. So we're going to take our second break, then hit you back with a little trivia. Trivia! Um, Everyone's favorite segment is trivia. That's why we put it at the end so you have to listen to the other crap first. Alright, NatCast will be back right after this. Today's second break isn't brought to you by anyone. I just figured I would take this time to give a public service announcement. Peking is coming back. You can see it. They are about to be open for business. Everyone Get ready, because Town is about to be Nacogdoches. All right, Chris, and we are back from break number two. Yet again, another good break for you, I'm assuming?
1: Actually, that one was terrible. That one sucked. I okay. stubbed my toe 32 times in a row.
0: Well, you have seemed to hit an unfortunate string of bad luck. Is this going to be a new thing? Where you have bad breaks for the next few of them, do you think, or do you think this is a one-time deal?
1: I think I'm gonna just, you know, kind of toss a few bad ones in, make up some lame excuses, right, right. stuff like that.
0: Because it really makes you appreciate the good ones more when you have bad ones. Exactly. But kind of like you know, you eat crappy food. I mean, crappy as in like tasteless, bland, boring for two meals a day, and then for dinner you have something really good, and it tastes even better
1: can you think of the worst meal you've ever had
0: worst meal i've ever had
1: (laughs) just from memory
0: um probably something they served us at school uh i they used to serve us baked chicken remember baked bone-in chicken that was pretty disgusting um a lot of the crap they served us up there was really bad, but some of it was actually pretty good. Um, I, I generally wouldn't eat anything that was bad just on my own. I, I've tasted things that just suck, but I haven't actually eaten a full meal of it, I would say. I, I hold my taste buds to a higher standard. What about you? Have you eaten anything really crappy?
1: When I was going to school up north, I uh, I, I ate at the uh, cafeteria at mm-hmm. the school, right? And I found very quickly that it was a lot smarter just to go pick up ramen and make it in my dorm room. <laughs> yeah, um, they they had what they called parmesan chicken, and mm-hmm. it
0: mm, mm. Oh, was it not not uh, good.
1: I mean, I ate it because I don't want to, I didn't want to lose too much weight
0: because uh-huh. I
1: was running at the time. But uh, it was it was terrible.
0: Well, you know, I was on uh, I wasn't on a meal plan or anything when I was in Oregon in law school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was living in a dorm room, and so I would uh, be forced to either eat at the cafeteria, which was about eight bucks a meal, or go to Walmart and Uber all my groceries back and just have them in there. So I would do that for the most part. Um, and let me tell you, the cafeteria up there was actually way better. And the only reason I didn't eat it was because it was so expensive. I could go to Walmart, you know, buy something, cook it, and it'd only be like five bucks uh, or even less, you know, but uh, Gaudi, the cafeteria where I was eating was eight ninety nine. Plus, zero tax, because they don't have tax in Oregon. Don't have tax in Oregon? Yeah, that was kind of cool. I would buy, uh, literally, the dollar menu up there was a dollar. It was kind of sweet. But they do have, what is it, a state income tax, versus here we just have the uh, federal one, so... That's where they save you. I was kind of getting the best of both worlds when I was up there because I didn't have a job, so I wasn't having to pay uh, income tax, but I was also enjoying the benefits of not having to pay sales tax. Heck, yeah. Now, that's what we in the business call tricking the system. (laughs) But anyway, Chris, enough of my um, manipulating taxes. What do you think I'm about to tell you?
1: I believe you're about to tell me that it's trivia time. It's trivia
0: time, Chris. Let's get a little unanimous trivia time on my three. Ready? One, two, three. It's It's trivia trivia time! time. It's trivia time. It's trivia time. Heat time now. A little trivia. It's trivia time. Oh, that was actually pretty good. All right, Chris. So as usual, we have five questions coming in your way. Um, We're going to play for the $1,000 gift card that uh, I probably will not give you if you do get them right. Oh,
1: come on. You got to be a man of your word.
0: Uh, Well, I'm not too worried because I got some tough ones for you here. I remember what you said earlier in the episode. So (laughs) needless to say, I've pulled out all the stops on you here. So let's hit you with a little hard question, even though this is in the easy category. You got a 50-50 shot of getting this one right, Chris. All right. Of course, the category is Australia. Ooh. We are a big Australia fans here at the Natcast. Uh, let's see. Chris, I'm going to give you two countries, okay? And I want to know which one of these is closest to Australia. Okay. So we've got New Zealand and Tasmania.
1: Uh, New Zealand
0: Chris you have Gone ahead And gotten this one wrong
1: Whoa Isn't New Zealand Kind of Australia's hat No sir No
0: no no Let's Let's pull up a map here Okay Okay. New Zealand I
1: could have sworn New Zealand was Australia's hat Kind of like I got Canada as America's hat. No,
0: sir. No, sir. Okay, so here you go. I'm going to pull up my Google map here. Okay, we've got New Zealand, capital Auckland. Uh, right there is New Zealand, Chris. You see oh, and right I see, here. I thought
1: New Zealand was on top see, of Australia. Tasmania
0: is kind of like Australia's poop. <laughs> and then New Zealand is, uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, you ever see the thing behind?
1: depending how you look at Australia, it looks like either a cat or a dog.
0: No, I I don't. I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like Australia. (laughs) Uh, It's
1: a crazy place to think that it started out as a penal colony.
0: Chris, don't say that.
1: No, it did. It started out as a penal colony. The English were sending all their prisoners. They didn't want to deal with it. Oh, later. that penal. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no.
0: I was confused. I thought you went from PG to PG-13. No, we're
1: keeping this one
0: strictly PG today. Uh, I think we may have already violated that. But anyway, with all of our poop jokes. Uh, poop jokes I don't know. If you watch TV, there's yeah. a lot of poop jokes poop on jokes there. Are PG. So
1: That's family friendly. Family's yeah,
0: poop. yeah. Families do poop. All right, Chris. Now that you've screwed up the easiest question I'm going to give you. Rock and roll. I'm going to give you now the medium questions. All Chris, right. uh, you can have your choice of which one you want first. you want history or math? Let well, me we get history. I feel like I'll do better there. History. All right, Chris. And give me a few seconds after I ask it to give the folks at home a chance to answer. Okay. So, Chris, I want to know who were the last six, count them, six presidents we had and you have to get them right in the correct order, starting with our current president. Okay, you ready? Go ahead and hit me with it. Real quick, do double terms count? No, I want uh, individuals. Okay. Last six individuals. So current
1: is uh, Mr. Trump. Okay. Uh, followed, by, uh, Mr. Obama,
0: okay. Uh, followed
1: by Mr. Obama. Okay. Followed by Mr. Bush. Okay. Uh, followed by Mr. Clinton. Okay. Followed by Mr. Bush. Okay. But then Mr. Johnson.
0: Mr. Johnson, Lyndon B. Johnson. All right, Chris, I'm going to save you here. Lyndon B. Johnson, who did he take office after? Uh, JFK, which Bush was. When was JFK killed? Seventies. No. no, no. I thought Bush. I thought I think it was. Yeah, I, I thought
1: JFK was killed after the uh, NASA program, which was in the '60s. So I was thinking it was the
0: '70s. Well, we, Clinton was president in, in the 90s. In the 90s. For, but but Bush, Bush had Bush, a double term before him. So you've Nittany. got 20 years for one president. No. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right, so, all right, so I'll just tell you it's not Johnson. This is our question, so I'll give you the one save. But if you get it wrong right, on your final so guess here. Before so you've Bush, got Trump, Obama, uh, W, uh, Clinton, then uh, H, and now we're at the sixth president. Who was that?
1: Just one second.
0: Okay, you've got one second, Chris. Any longer than that, and I will have to force you to give me an answer. Oh, and just by saying that. Oh, you... what's his? What's his? Oh, I know oh, his name. Oh, I know his name. It's his right. Na- uh, it's right there. He he
1: builds houses. Had a peanut uh, farm. A- sold peanut his peanut farm. farm. Yes. Yes. Um, Who is oh, it? Who is it? I can't. I can't oh, remember come his name. On, Chris, I know You got it. It's it's. it's
0: ooh, it's. Uh, come oh, on, come God. on. <laughs> oh. I'm really kind of kind of screwing you because I know you're thinking of Jimmy Carter. It's not Jimmy Carter. (laughs) Who is
1: it? All
0: right, you got it wrong. It's Ronald Reagan.
1: Oh! (laughs) I was like, yes, yes, Chris, come on, another actor. I totally forgot that he's president.
0: You just went to JFK. Well, you know Johnson. You know, Chris, you were very wrong on that one. But when I gave, was
1: Carter present before he was the one right, before, before Reagan? Reagan? Yeah, okay, yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. I went when I was thinking of the question. I was like, Chris can get five easy, but I don't know if he'll get Reagan. So I'll go ahead and and throw the extra one on there to really screw him because I knew he was going to screw me earlier today, <laughs> and he screwed me last week on my questions. You had very hard questions.
1: Yeah, I know. I know.
0: All right, Chris. You thought that one made you feel dumb. This one's going to make you feel stupid. All right, so. This is our math question, Maths
1: is not my strongest subject. I know. know This this. is going
0: to be a riot. Let me tell you. Okay, Chris. So we're going to do some simple math. All right. All right. So imagine that you are a cashier in a grocery store. Imagined. Okay. So I'm a customer. Hi. And I'm going to give you a bag of change. Okay. Okay. In my bag, I've got seven quarters, seven dimes seven nickels, and seven pennies. I want you to count it out and tell me how much change I have. Again, seven quarters, seven dimes, seven nickels, and seven pennies. All right. Chris, I want to hear your thought process through All this because right, so it's um, going to be go, entertaining. I can I'm already tell. I'm going
1: to go seven quarters. How much is seven quarters? That's $1.75. Okay, you did some uh, good work there. Which plus, uh, plus 70 for the seven dimes. Uh, that's uh 240, two forty, which is $2.40. Okay. No, $2.45. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Already starting. I was excited um, there. I was right. like, oh, well, $2. that was a big $2.45 plus 35 for the seven nickels. Okay. Uh, so that's... 80, 280. Okay. Uh, okay. Plus the seven pennies, correct?
0: Correct. So plus seven pennies.
1: That's $2.87.
0: By God, folks, Chris did it. He got the answer. I am so proud right now, Chris. Simple but math isn't a problem for that me. I, I, didn't think it was that hard. It was it's kind of flustering when you first get the question seven, 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 seven. You know, and you're just like, Oh crap, that's a lot of money. Another way you could have done that is said, Okay, I've got seven different piles. Each one has a quarter, dime, nickel, and penny. And so each of those piles is worth forty one cents. Forty one times seven, two eighty seven. Everyone knows that. That's one of the first ones they teach you when you're learning your time tables. I don't remember that one. Oh. I must have had a different curriculum. Okay, Chris. Now, we're to the big boys, the hard here we questions. Go, here we go. These are going to kick your ass. Um, and you got to get both of them right if you want that $1,000 gift card. Ooh, audience, be on my side. Let's uh, go. I'm, I'm hoping they're on my side. Chris, now, we've got two two topics here for you. we got music and literature, two things that I know you're well-versed in. Um, I know you spent the summer interning for the great, um, hmm, who did you, you intern for again, Chris? That great literary poet?
1: Oh, uh
0: I know you've done so many incredible works in both oh, fields. Yes. It's hard for you to recall. Uh, yes, uh, uh,
1: sir. Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember. Oh,
0: I think it was Poe. You, oh uh, yes, yeah, yes. Poe. The
1: time I spent with Poe, Chris had built his time machine and went back and studied years. under
0: Poe. So uh, he'll he'll definitely get these literature questions right. <laughs> All right, Chris. You want? Let's let's start with literature since I brought it up. Yes. All right, Chris. So here's what I'm going to do on the literature questions. I'm going to give you. Five classic books. Okay, right. these are classics. I want you to give me the author of three of them to get credit for this question. If you get two, you get zero credit. If you get three, you get full credit. No gimmies here. All right, you ready for the first book? Yeah. All right, this one you should get. It's To Kill a Mockingbird. Who wrote that? Give me a second, and then tell me. You don't know it, old white woman. I can't remember her name. Old white woman. Oh, yeah, she's oh an old white gosh. woman. Can't remember her name. Chris, okay, so I'm going to go Whoa. ahead and tell you, that was that was Harper Lee. Duh. Harper Lee, I know you knew should that should have one. said Mr. Harper Lee. Mi- that was Mr. <laughs> Harper Lee, everyone knew that. Okay, Chris, uh, I thought you were going to get that nope. one. Nope. <laughs> I think there's another one you'll get, I'll go ahead and give you that one. Okay, Chris, who wrote 1984?
1: Oh, uh, George Orwell.
0: All right, our man got it. Chris is on the board. All right, Chris. We got three left. You got to go two of three to get credit for this question. All right. So if I just know the last name, is that? I'll okay? give you credit if you All just know. All right. Okay, okay. Sure. 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 All right, Chris. We got Gone with the Wind. Who wrote that? Oh, one? I I don't know. I don't you like don't cheesy stuff. Yeah, I didn't know that one either. I'm gonna be was honest. Was it, with is
1: it you. the same fellow that wrote uh, Tell of Two Cities? Well, a woman wrote this. Oh, so never no. mind. Uh, never Margaret mind. Mitchell. Oh. Margaret
0: Mitchell wrote Gone with the Wind. I would have never got that. Yeah. Like I was saying, I took the uh, trivia questions myself before I even wrote them, and I got a Two out of five, so I will be surprised if you do as well as me. Because I even, you know, they were in my wheelhouse. All right, Chris, who wrote the book, Pride and Prejudice? Is it the same woman? No. None of these are repeat answers. Pride and Prejudice. That's another woman, though, right? It is a woman.
1: I um it's uh Jane Austen.
0: Oh my God. Chris, you got one. All right. All right. My man. Way to go, Chris. That was an impressive. You pulled that one out of nowhere. I didn't know that one when I, uh, yeah. I picked, looked it up. That well, was one of the. I, I, I
1: read. I, I read a few historical, okay, historical, okay.
0: historical things Look, on. I've given you four, and you've gotten two of them right. So it all comes down to this one, Chris. If I was to tell you, Chris, who wrote "The Catcher in the Rye," would you know the answer? I to would that? not. You would no, not. Not oh, in the slightest. No. If you got a
1: different book. I might know.
0: Who wrote the Bible, Chris?
1: Uh, our Lord Jesus
0: Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's as good of enough as of an answer as I, I would uh, come up with. Matthew,
1: Paul. I think Paul wrote most uh, of it. If I'm not Leviticus.
0: Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All right, Chris. But needless to say, you got those wrong. So you've got all. Of the marbles coming down to the music question, whether or not you get two out of five. Right.
1: If it's like, if it's like ob- not obscure, I'd probably do better if it was obscure because I listen to weird music.
0: Well, I've hit three different genres here. So um, we'll see if you get it. All right. Um, so, Chris, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you three bands. Okay. And I want you to tell me what the name of their debut studio album was. Oh, yeah. That's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you've only got to get one of them Probably right. Probably
1: just going to name any album that I know by that yeah, band. That's, I don't keep up with That's the albums. a good strategy. Yeah.
0: Um, these are all big bands, so it's okay. not like, you know, your death metal bands that no one knows who they are. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start off. I'll give you uh, one, and you tell me if you know their debut studio album. And if you do, then you get credit. All right, Chris, we've got Imagine Dragons. Is it. Um Hmm, Chris is not sure. I bet you know what it looks like, the album itself. Can you describe it to me? It's, uh, hmm, I think it's The Moon, maybe? And... I can't give you a whole lot because that kind of gives away the Can album. Can you think
1: of a song that was on the album?
0: Radioactive. Um, is it radioactive? <laughs> it might be. I've never been there. I think it might be No, more not cheese. the moon. Oh. The, the album oh. <laughs> is the name Radioactive. You know, I think I bought a copy of it when I was a kid, like, you know, 16, 17. And I wasn't a
1: huge be... Imagine Dragons fan. They're like, great musicians, don't I like their music. I like that, that song.
0: I, I didn't like many of the other ones they had, but that one was good. Um, yeah, so you're going to go ahead and... Is it Cell? No, it's not Cell. <sighs> All right, the name of Imagine Dragons' debut studio album was Night Visions. Night Visions. Yeah, I would have never got never that. Never came up with that one. All right, Chris. Lucky for you, you get two more chances, though. All right. So you want to hit a uh, a '60s band or more of a '80s '90s band? Let's two '80s '90s because I, I think know they know that were better. '80s '90s. All Who right, Chris. It? We got the Beastie Boys. Oh heck yeah! All right, you know their debut studio uh, album. Is it Sabotage? sabotage was on this album it okay. wasn't the name of the album
1: um it isn't self-titled Boys. it is boys. not
0: i wanted to do a self-titled one but yeah. i was like yeah that's too you could do that with foo fighters i believe i think their <laughs> debut album Actually, was Everlong, uh, ever long wasn't Ta- it taylor swiss was uh self-titled debut album so um yeah i think foo fighters might have been uh, yeah ever long. i'm not sure uh anyway so we got uh we got the beastie boys chris and you said sabotage it's not sabotage it's not sabotage although sabotage i do believe was on the album it's such a good song yeah it's okay um so, you're going to be able to come up with it? I'm not going right, to know Chris, it. Chris, the BC Boys released Licensed to Ill. I knew Licensed it was so, I was to sitting Ill. in here. I wanted yep. to
1: say Licensed to Kill, but I knew it wasn't. Yeah, I that. would have given you credit probably no. if you had said that.
0: All right, Chris. And now, the most popular band I'm going to give you. I'm sure you already know who I'm probably going to ask. Is it the ask.
1: Beatles? Because I despise the Beatles. Ah, well,
0: you pretty much knew exactly who I was going to ask. But do you happen to know their debut studio album, even though you despise them?
1: Um,. Well, you said you don't have a self-titled one, so I'm
0: imagining it's not. I don't know any of the Beatles. I don't think the Beatles released one. I think they had Meet the Beatles, but that was about. The I, uh,
1: I don't. I don't know any of the albums. I hardly know any songs by the Beatles.
0: That is unfortunate. Um, a
1: yellow Submarine. Yeah, no, Yellow, yellow submarine, submarine was a uh,
0: was the album, I believe. Uh, Oh, is it yellow? Summering? It is not. It is not. Good, good <laughs> try though, Chris. All right, the Beatles' their first album was "Please Please Me." So
1: that's that's actually a really
0: cool name. Yeah, a rather poor performance by you though, there, Chris. Yeah, uh, you uh-huh. only getting uh, one question right. Um, I must give you credit though, because you didn't. Your your question you did get right wasn't the uh, literal fifty fifty that I first gave you. Um, yeah, I think you did all right. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, I know. I had a little something playing in the background there. Pardon me. Chris, which one of those questions do you think you would have gotten right had I given you multiple choice?
1: Oh, probably the uh, the author one. Probably the author one. Yeah, because I, th- I, I've at least laid eyes on all those books I before. Think, yeah, so I've was, seen the, I've seen know, the author's yeah.
0: names. You're kind of taking the words out of my mouth. I was about to say, you know, you, you see books, you know the titles of them. Everyone probably has heard of those books, and they've probably seen the author, but it's just not, you know, classic artists. Artist is that is that what you? What you would describe someone who's write a book? Novelist, a novelist, a novelist, novelist. classic novelist. I mean, class, it is an art, classic artist, classic artist, yeah. classic novelist. It seems like there's a lot of, uh, I dare say, no, I don't want to say. Because is pretty one much, hit wonders, because yeah, they have one big know. title that they're known for, except for like you know Dickens, but um, yeah, that's what I saw. So a lot of people you can kind of associate with that one book, but unless you've read those, I don't know that you would know them. But albeit you did get two right, and that was kind of impressive. Um, Thank you. I'm glad that uh, glad that I have a friend so knowledgeable in the world of literature. Uh, I'm sure someone else else, 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 someone else out there will probably do better than you on that one. Yeah, uh, there
1: are a lot of people out there that are smarter than me. Yeah, Katie.
0: I have uh, a work friend who probably went and did five out of five on that category. So I hope he did at least. Um, anyway, Chris, uh, you got anything else you want to do this this fine evening, or? Anything else you want to discuss? Uh, Boy, that just turned off a lot of people. Let me tell you, Um, (laughs) this keeps popping. You
1: listen to any good music lately? Listen
0: to any good music? Uh, Yeah. Let me tell you, uh, I have. I don't think people would like my kind of music. I like top forty. That's what I like. I. I have no real diversity in music. I like gangster rap and top 40. What about you? I, know I, I just, You have uh, the wildest taste uh, yeah, in music.
1: I, I go everywhere from folk music to death metal. I I, um, mm-hmm. I discovered this fella by the name of Harley Poe. Harley Poe. Okay. And his genre Did you is, meet
0: him when you were interning with his great-great-great-grandfather, uh, Edgar <laughs> Allen? No,
1: no. no. Um but he's a he's a folk musician. Mm-hmm. But the um, uh, the subgenre that he falls into is something referred to as horror folk.
0: Horror folk. Yeah, okay. it's it's pretty good stuff. It's Kind of like jumbo shrimp. What do they call that? Uh... <laughs>
1: uh, he's he's got a few songs about like zombies and stuff, and he's got a <laughs> uh, he's got. It's really good music. You, probably, you like more country kind of tunes, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I tell
0: you what I like, Chris, and I hope I don't embarrass you by saying it. Your song that you played for me was just a smash hit. I loved it, and I still kind of hum along to it at home. I hope you release it someday, because it was very good.
1: I might be dropping it on YouTube pretty soon. I'm not, not really sure. I want to get it to where I need it to be. It's, yeah, 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 It's not quite there
0: yet. Unlike the Netcast, I hope you drop something that you know is really good. <laughs> nah. That, Ours I, is perfect, but I just hope uh, yours is really good. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, Chris, I think that probably should do it. I don't know. We probably hit everything we need to. We've said some things we probably didn't need to. We've went some places we didn't need to. But we had fun along the way, I'd say. What do you think? I believe so, sir. We had a good time. Well, Chris, on behalf of myself, Chris, and the rest of our production team, which just me and Chris... Thanks for listening. Um, be sure to shoot us an email. Let us know how we did at thenatcast at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-N-A-C-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Um, Chris, you want anyone to email us anything specific this week?
1: Uh, give us... Um... No, not really. Wait, if, you, if you know what a hot Fred is,
0: yeah. please oh, let us know. That's definitely it. Hot Fred. Any of you that know that, we would definitely like. I'm sure my sister will let me know. Um, Apart from that, I guess that's all we've got going on. Um, Eh, maybe suggest a TV show or two. Because I'd like to hit some TV shows, discuss those. uh, Although it doesn't have a whole lot to do with Knack. People seem to like that, I think. Alright, as I've said, on behalf of myself, Chris, and the rest of our production team, still just me and Chris. Thanks for listening, and as always... NETCAST!
1: Net-cast.